Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody plays more Y&D. <laughs> the WYGM, you got music, AM yeah, well, 740. Yeah. Seriously, there's not a show in the world that plays more Y&D than we do. I don't even think the guys from Y&T play their music as much as we do. Beat of Sports, Mark Daniels on this <laughs> Monday. Um, My favorite part is that the second that hook, your head just started Oh, yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah, man. Nothing wrong with that. We got Magic Basketball tonight against the Cavaliers. Uh, tomorrow night, UCF Basketball, West Virginia, just knocked off Kansas, comes to town. It's a Tuesday game uh, this week uh, for the Knights who try to bounce back um, after their game against Houston. Yes. I'm aware they scored seven baskets the entire game. I was there. Okay? Yeah. UCF did set a couple of Big 12 records now in Saturday's I, game. Lowest field goal percentage ever in a Big 12 game, 15.9%, and fewest field goals in a game, seven. I got into the car, and I tuned in. Chick, see how you were doing. And uh, when you said the score with 15 minutes left, I'm like, uh, in the first? Oh, no. I think we had 17 points at that point. Yeah, I, I was... It was 28-14 of the half. Yeah, I, 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 just after halftime, I listened to the yeah. end of it, I'm like, Oof. Houston's good. I mean, uh, their defense is the best defense in the country. It feels like, and I don't mean the officials, you're playing eight on five. It's just they got eight guys in the court. Um, and they're really, really good, and it it just became a tough game. UCF actually played really good defense. They held Houston a 36% shooting and gave up 57 points. They just scored 42. It was hard to score. They had seven baskets and then a bunch of uh, uh, free throws. But for the, for, okay, go ahead. I did successfully get in the use of Trident in the broadcast when a Houston player <laughs> went flailing back to kind of fake the extent of a contact. And I said, I think it was uh, Malik Wilson, I said, acted like he just got stabbed with a Trident. Yeah. <laughs> so I got that You in. did. That was like nice use. Yeah. My question is, because inquiring minds have to know. Mm-hmm. Did you ever find that guy that was yelling into whatever microphone that so, was yelling in? So, was that next to you? Was that a, a backcourt mic? Could you see the guy? Yeah. yeah. Um, that was, I mean. Yeah. So, so, so their fans are fine. Uh, the, the, the student section's right behind me. Not as uh, uh, much closer than in Texas, where they're further back. Um, they're literally about five feet behind me. And to my left... Because um, the bench and the scores tables, the opposite side, our side, there was, uh, to my right, the foreign is uh, Houston Radio, uh, the ESPN Plus broadcast, and then my area. And next to those tables are two rows of VIP seats. Okay, it's fine. But there's a chair. I didn't need three chairs, so I moved one of my chairs out, right? So somebody took that chair and put it at the end of the second row of the VIP seats, and therefore put him literally a foot and a half from me. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind people rooting for their team, but he was one of those obnoxious guys that's yelling things that no one can hear. 
you know, no one likes Orlando. (laughs) Everyone hates Disney World. I'm like, I don't know if you got that one going right and everything. And then my favorite part is he grabbed a fat head from the student section behind to hold it up to try to distract Jalen Sellers who's shooting free throws. Here's the problem. Jalen is the opposite end (laughs) shooting free throws, and his back is to the guy next to me holding up the fat head. What were we doing here? With the, what what, what are we trying to distract? Yeah. I really don't. But people do that. But he and, and and he yelled, and it was you know you can't hear what he was saying. He didn't cuss, so I, that was a good thing. The, that that a part of me was going, oh, please let me know the delay machine is on. Yeah, but he, he was there to the end and so forth. So anyway, but yeah. Anyway, on we go. Um, so on Friday, the story came out, and Kyle, you're old enough. To remember when, I because it was a big deal in my house when Sports Illustrated came in the mail. Mm-hmm. Now, there there was an unwritten rule between my older brother, may he rest in peace. Okay, that and this is nothing to do with the uh, swimsuit edition. Okay, but my parents used to let us get like a magazine. Remember, like. We're talking last week, the Scholastic Book Fair. When you're like in fourth or fifth grade, you don't even know what you're ordering, a magazine that gets mm-hmm. delivered. So you're just grateful when, you know, the comic book that he got. But my brother would get Sports Illustrated. And when it came, I couldn't touch it. <laughs> that was the rule. He got to he got to get it, read it, and so forth. And then when he was done, he would give it to me. And I knew that rule. And you know, big brother's bigger than you and can out-wrestle you and, and so forth. So, so that was the rule. But, yes, when I grew up, it was one of the biggest brands in sports media. Being on the cover of Sports Illustrated in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and into the 90s was a big deal. And stop and think about it. We laugh today, but they would cover a big college football game on Saturday and would put somebody from that game or play on the cover and yet would write extensively about the game. And if you got the Sports Illustrated on Tuesday, it was still a big deal. Now, stop and think about that. The game's played on Saturday. You can read and watch everything you want about the game. And by Sunday, you're on the next week. But back then, it was a big deal. Like... The star quarterback at that school, there was an in-depth story done about him that you didn't know. And the way they covered sports was unmatched for the most part with legendary writers, the great Frank DeFord, and then Rick Riley in the back page in the column. In the crowd, faces in the crowd was a big thing where you read about some kid that was running a four-minute mile in South Dakota, you know, or, or some little leaguer that threw back-to-back perfect games And that was a big deal. And it carried weight. But it also came at a time when the media was different. When newspapers had weight with a staff to cover sports. But there were magazines that were out there, not just Sports Illustrated. They were big deals. I mean, when the USA Today came out, you don't realize how groundbreaking that was. Colored pictures, cool graphics, in-depth stories, and things like that. But Sports Illustrated was the measuring stick for many, many years. 
But then the industry changed. Time Life was a mega, mega media company. And then the industry shifted. So when the news came out Friday that the latest group to own the brand called Sports Illustrated failed to make a $3.75 million payment, which everybody knew they were never going to make, the news came that they were laying off a ton of people, which I think the number was 200. And then the obituaries went out about, oh, my gosh, and what happened to Sports Illustrated. And, look, I said this to Mike. I don't want anybody to lose a job. I've lost a job before. It's terrible. I don't want anybody to lose a job. But it always happens. And, Kyle, you've seen this in our business, right? Um, People get laid off. Then others in the industry go, I can't believe they laid them off. These are great people. Listen, I'm not defending with the people that own the brand of Sports Illustrated. They're out of money. What do you want them to do? <laughs> you know, they're broke. They don't have any money. What 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 would you suggest they do? Well, you can't lay these people off. They're out of money. <laughs> no one's getting paid. Now, the website's still up. Pad 40, the biggest writer they've got, I, I guess, is still posting something. But whatever... The brand is is a shell of what it was. There is no Sports Illustrated anymore. There hasn't been a Sports Illustrated for realistically a decade. Okay, they stopped publishing the magazine. They tried the online model. And for those of you old enough to remember, remember when CNN SI existed? When they were partners? They, they, they kind of merged? Okay, it, it didn't work. And when it was sold, the shell of what was left of it was sold was bought by people that thought we could combine it with some pop culture website and they didn't have the funds for it so then they sold the licensing to somebody who sold it to the latest group your four owners removed of time life and each one lost their shirt so when people wrote the obituary of sports illustrated on friday they'd been dead for a decade i mean they had a website that had things posted there, and a few writers that I think do good work, not just Pat Forty. If you like sports media, Jimmy Traina's been writing a blog for them and does a great podcast and things like that. But the Sports Illustrated has been dead for a decade. The industry has evolved. It's changed. Well, you know, they died because they needed a paywall. They couldn't figure out another model that worked. They died because they went woke. Because they put a trans person. The brand was dead long before last year when they put out something that bothered a few people. They didn't go woke. They were broke for years. Not woke, broke. Okay? Uh, like I said, I'm sorry people are at work. I really am. But if you were working for that company that borrowed, borrowed, bought the brand called Sports Illustrated, if you didn't know what was going on, then to some degree, that's on you. Everybody knew it. They were never going to make that payment uh, that was due because they're broke. So to say that Sports Illustrated died, they didn't die on Friday. They've been dead for a decade. What once was one of the great publications that covered sports during a different time, when the long-form story really mattered, when people had patience to read something that was 10,000 words. It was as powerful as it got. Now, if you're more than 30 seconds on TikTok, it's too long. 
Our bridge playback that we do on Mondays next. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.